This is the Blackout Podcast. Hi and welcome to the Blackout Podcast, um, where I get to talk to super interesting people doing super interesting things and awesome. inspiring things too. And today I have my friend and inspiration and someone I I really, really look forward to the next film they are making and someone I look up to. Um, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Nicole. Hey. Steve. Ah, thanks for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for today. having me. This is great. Uh, so, first off, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Okay. Um. Uh. Well, I'm originally from Yarmouth, but I'm kind of a Halifax uh, resident for life now. Um. I'm a filmmaker. Uh. Write, direct. I like to act as well, and I'm also working in the industry to kind of pay my bills <laughs> till you know I'm making it big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what was your very, what, did you always want to make films? Um, I think acting was my first love. Oh. Um, and it was something that I really wanted to do, but I didn't allow myself to do. So even in high school, I really wanted to be an actor, but I wasn't trying out for it. I, I was still very much in my shell then. So, um, I, my intro to filmmaking was doing a bit of acting and then I was like, man, I want to tell better stories. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've acted in some fun things, but I, I you know, you, you go to enough auditions for like hooker or or waitress that you're just like, okay, I, I need to write something. And yeah, so I love writing and directing. So uh, that's kind of how it happened. What was the first thing you wrote? Oh God, um, I wrote a short film called "He Loves Me, He Loves Me Not." Um, okay. Don't look it up. It's really, really bad. Uh, but it was like, it was the thing that made me realize I could do the thing. So, um, you know, my, my best friend, Stephanie Clattenberg, uh, she shot it for me and kind of helped me out. My friend Renee Warner starred in it. And again, it's a silly little thing. I wouldn't recommend watching it, mm. but it, it was the thing that made me see I could do the thing. So, mm. Mm. And um, so and then... You realized, okay, you know what? I could do this. And then you said, oh, what am I going to do next? What was the next one? Uh, the next one was my film Five. Oh! So, yeah. yeah. That was only yeah. my second film, um, which was, yeah, called Playing House. And it's about a bunch of kids in an adult situations. That sounds really... It's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's kids acting like adults. That's what it is. Adult <laughs> not, not the other but thing that you how do you How do you... Cause that girl though she was very very good she was fantastic yeah um we we just did auditions and she was really really terrific and the little boy uh jordan Poole, had been on uh, mr d so we brought them together oh, and okay. yeah yeah i know that girl was like i mean and w why did you decide to it, it's a great story but why did you decide to tell the kids um because of the visual i think uh i i love comedy and that was my first comedic short i mean the first one was supposed to be funny it's terrible um but okay now i'm gonna watch this film <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you think. uh no it was it was for the the like the visual comedy of it so i wanted to have these kids look like adults and but yet everything is skewed toward children so their house looks like a dollhouse and mm. you know it was i just thought it would be really fun who who was responsible for that production design uh you and Dick dickinson yeah that yeah. was great yeah I, and it's so colorful it's yeah. so alive 
Yeah, I'm very proud of how that short looks. I don't know if it was the best writing I've done, but um, like just the way it looks and how it came together. I don't I'm proud of. I, I'm. Uh, you know what? I I think when you make a film, it's kind of hard to say. Oh, I prefer this one to that mm. one. But the one that grabbed me by the throat was Dug It. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah, that's it, another kid. <laughs> work with kids and that's so what, much. You know, I said, oh. There are things I'm not going to ever put in my film, animals and kids, mm-hmm. because, you know. Yeah, no, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> but you always put them in your films. I know, that had both dogs and <laughs> yes. kids, yeah. How, how was uh, making that film? It was amazing. It, was, uh, it wasn't difficult at all. The little girl, um, Charlie Boyle, was fantastic. That Damn, was her dude. dog. Um, oh, is that dog? The, the big, fluffy, white one. He's, he, he's since passed away. Oh. Um, but that was her actual dog. So that helped, too. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, because I was wondering how that, like, that was super close. Yeah. But yeah. that girl, I actually held my head when you mentioned that. That girl's... She's fantastic. Yeah. 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 yeah, like if I ever will put a kid in a film, it has to be, and it kind of is. I don't know if it reflects bad on other kids, mm-hmm. but she's like she's. I don't. I think she's ten now, but she's yeah. Way, she was she's seven yeah. or eight. I yeah, want to say when we shot that. She's yeah. super mature for her age, and yeah. then she understands the whole. See, acting, oh, and here's this thing as a director: I write, and then. Sometimes when I write, I might have an actual person in mind, right? Yeah. Or or I'm saying, okay, I need a person that does this. But with that girl, she understands the character, and I, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if when I was ten, I'd understand. No, she has, <laughs> she has an emotional intelligence for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, and I think she's gonna do big things as well. Oh yeah, no, yeah, she's gonna be like, what's that other Canadian girl we have? Ellen Page? Yeah. Yeah. Like, but better. <laughs> no, I'm serious. She's really, really good. I can't. Oh, there's room for everybody. Different styles. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, she can play anything. She's not in that 22 minutes thing and she's playing yeah. various roles. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so she, she, you should. I remember watching um, one of all these things where actors talk and uh, Selma Hayek was like, uh, she. oh, yeah, she was talking about Once Upon a Time and she's yeah. saying Robert Rodriguez can put her in any situation because he launched her career when, when she's huge you'll be like hey by the way yeah. we're slicing your feet because you remember that film that film was really 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 good <laughs> no I'm serious I, I'm serious so I'm watching the film mm-hmm. and you know what I, I know what I suck at when I'm writing my endings suck oh, <laughs> endings are tough <laughs> but the ending of that film is so brilliant <laughs> thanks <laughs> Well, we kind of came up with the ending, sort of like that. We knew that was the hook. Oh, so it, it kinda, the whole, the rest of it was because of the ending. Yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe that's a method, but I no, no, no I stole it from you. Oh, so after, <laughs> no, I'm serious. So after, <laughs> so after that film, everything I wrote from then on was I need to know what the ending mm-hmm. is. So now. I, I want to say that film has made my writing better because now, <laughs> now I'm like, huh. That seems generous. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> so now, whenever whenever I'm writing something or I have an idea and say, oh, that would be cool. How does it end? Yeah. If I don't have that ending, I don't even write page one. So everything I'm doing... So you like shelve it until you have the ending? Yep. That's smart. Yep. Yeah. So that's also his dog in that because that ending was... <laughs> and she was so good. Who did the makeup though? 
Um, well, I did the makeup on what? the day, but 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 uh, my partner Struan Sutherland did the VFX, so it was oh. more about the VFX than it was the actual makeup. We just kind of blacked out. But you'll have to see. To... <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, Dogged is great. Um, so, how many films between Dogged and uh, Playhouse? Playing House. Playing House. Um, oh God, I think it's I've done like six shorts and two feature films. Um, ah, so yeah. I have to make six shorts and two features to make uh, a uh, film that good. Okay. Well, <laughs> well Dogged would have been like my f- fourth uh, short. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I did one after the uh, the film five and then Dogged. Oh, wait. So are you saying between Playing House and Dogged, there was just one film? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And then you made a feature for a thousand bucks. How? <laughs> um, I did some myself some favors in writing it um, because I knew I had a thousand dollars to make it. So... I knew it had to be very self-contained, so mm-hmm. I looked at what I had at my disposal, and I had my basement and strewn. So I wrote about an agoraphobic who gets summoned for jury duty. Oh, Jesus! So it's yeah, it's very very contained. We really don't leave that basement mm. much. So. I don't know if you've seen. So there's a show called Better Call Saul. You've seen it? Um, I've seen a couple episodes. Well, it's kind of like yeah, the brother. Yeah, yeah, he's that, like underground. Yeah, and, mm, yep. yeah. And that was Headspace? Headspace, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who designed the uh, poster for that film? Um, Stu Metz took the photo, and I want to say he put the poster together, too. We gave him a font, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that poster was dope. I'm like, hey. Thanks. Yeah. He did a great job. Yeah, no, no, no. That was great. So, and Headspace, what did you learn from making a film for a thousand bucks? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> the thing I learned yeah. more than anything was um, when you're working with in one space so often Hmm. to really think about transitions because when it came to editing it kind of got difficult to transition from one scene to the next or show any sort of passage of time because it's just one guy in a room so yeah yeah you know i didn't Mm -hmm. think of that so how would you (laughs) (laughs) so how would you transition it if like how would you do handle the transition now with the knowledge you got for making that one um, I guess it would depend on the piece, mm. I think, because I think it, it still has to be emotionally motivated. So I wouldn't just be like, huh? uh, you know, do it this way because that gets us out of the scene. Um, yeah. I think I would just think more about it in my prep. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. And then you made that guy. Uh, so so after Doggett, was, was that Headspace? Yes. And then, then what was the next one? Planet with Planet with Knives. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of Planet Nine of the Space. Uh, it was, yeah, Aliens with Knives. So that film, what was what was it about? Did you did you <laughs> what was Aliens with no, Knives? No, 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 no. Like I, I'm asking the wrong question. <laughs> what was the process behind writing that? Right. It must have been fun. Uh, it was fun. It was yeah. super fun because I got to do it with my besties. Um. So, yeah, uh, Paul Kimball had this thing called Cinema 902, and um, he approached me to potentially write and direct one of the movies. And there were $25,000 features. Mm. There were four of them. Um, And I was like, yeah, for sure. Um, But I kind of work almost exclusively with Struan now, because we really, really enjoy writing and directing together. Mm. And he was like, yeah, that's no problem. Um, So we then also brought on our our friend Bill Corkum. So there were three of us writing. Mm. 
And yeah, the the reason we chose Aliens with Knives was Struan and I had started making it as a short. And it was something we had gone to my parents' camp in, um, like, just outside of Yarmouth. And we started filming this thing. And it was kind of like we were figuring it out as we went. We didn't really have a script. Did you have the alien then? Uh, We had a alien, different one. Just like a a mask and some hands. Um, And Struan was the alien, because if you've ever seen him... Yeah, so he's like what, like six nine, six eight. Oh my god, yeah, seems it? less impressive now that you've said six nine. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. He's super tall. Yeah, so um, we had started kind of making that short, and it was something that we had always intended to finish. And he and I were acting in it, and then when- wait, what? Wait, 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 were you the ninja lady in the film? Then no, I was like massively pregnant. Yeah, well, she's yeah. a ninja lady. Yeah, yeah, it, it didn't get that far in the short. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. Um, so we were like, okay, what is something nobody is ever going to give us money to make? And it was obviously <laughs> aliens with knives. Cause, I mean, Wait, did you title it that? What's that? Did, did you actually literally call the film that when you're writing it? Yeah. What? You're crazy, Nicole. <laughs> Call it Aliens and Knives? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for oh sure. Oh my God. <laughs> so your title page, when you, when you, when you, what, what do you write with Final Draft? Huh? Um, actually, we use Writer Duet because it's, um, you can have several person, people working on the same script. So it's oh, like a Google Doc. Sweet. Um, yeah, it's great. So like, if I'm on the page and you're writing, those, do the words? You can see it, yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay, I'll check that out. So, mm. so, so anyway, the, the title page on Writer Do It says Aliens with Knife. Yeah. From the very first draft. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, fun. <laughs> <laughs> funny nobody's ever asked that before. Yeah, that was always the name. And I think the name came... The name came before the short itself. Struan, somebody had said something once and Struan misheard them and thought they said Aliens with Knives. And he's like, that's that should be a movie. Yeah, so it he, should. It, yeah, the original idea was just the title, yeah, which okay. came from something he misheard. Mm. So, yeah. Um, but the writing process was super fun because there were three of us and we're all kind of like-minded when it comes to comedy. And uh, What is that mind? Cause it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that mind is. Um, <laughs> sick yeah <laughs> okay so yeah. so you guys write this short oh 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 you wrote the feature now yeah. with bill on on board right yeah okay. totally and yeah. then uh so you, you get the money and then what's the casting process because to the, i mean the ninja lady is great holly uh, yeah? yeah and the 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 scientist lady's amazing it, she's in i think she has like maybe five six scenes but charlene khalil yeah killed it every she time is so so funny she came in for um for an audition we had already decided on someone else okay uh we had a, an older woman send us a tape and it was so insane and over the top like she just seemed crazy and we're like her <laughs> Um, but then Charlene came in and she really, really actually got the humor. She wasn't just going over the top yeah. um, to seem over the top. And yeah, yeah. yeah we were, we changed our minds. No, completely. she was great. She's so great. And she's doing a lot of um, plays. I think she's doing some stuff with Neptune Theater. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um, okay. So like, what was the casting process for Aliens with Knives? Um, I mean, I think we just put out a casting call. Mm. Yeah. And uh, well, Bill we cast as the the husband so we always knew it was going to be him mm. um so we were really just looking to cast the role of Skegnetti um the doctor and and um Neela the largely pregnant woman mm. and so yeah we 
we saw a few and then Holly came in and she was fantastic. Holly and, murdered yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I remember um having this dilemma between Holly and some other actress for for my film. Mm-hmm. I reached out to you and you're like, Oh no, she's great to what and you were right. She yeah, is she's amazing. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> so I call her the ninja lady because of the ending. <laughs> yeah, I mean fair who wrote the ending though? I mean, I know it's three people writing, but who actually thought, "Hey, she's gonna be fucking Rambo"? I don't. I honestly don't know, and maybe one of the guys could answer that question. But that happened a lot. Like even when we were shooting, mm. somebody on the crew asked, "Who wrote this?" And we we didn't know, mm. um, which is kind of cool. Because yeah, yeah. The three of us worked yeah. together, and like it it kind of blended to a point where like we didn't know who wrote what. Yeah, and, um, it was just all of our baby, our big weird baby. <laughs> and, yeah. and then um, you did some miniature shots with Tim. Yeah, Tim Tracy. That's right. Yes. How was that one? Though? How was shooting that? How was shooting this spaceship? It? Yeah, um, yeah, really fun. Uh, I'm obsessed with miniatures. I they're like my favorite thing in the world, and I want to make like a feature film that's all miniatures. That's kind of one okay. Of my I pity your back. What's that? Your back. It's gonna hurt. Oh yes, from like <laughs> the moving and stuff. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because sure. I don't know if you've seen Team America. Well, no, I'm gonna direct other people <laughs> to do it. My back is going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, can we move those? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tiny little. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I was saying that because um, so the guys at Mix Out Park they made one crazy insane film called Team America World Police. Yeah. Have you seen this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. bananas. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like something you'd write. <laughs> <laughs> something I'd write. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I have never worked with marionettes, but that's, yeah. Could be interesting. <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah. Um, and how, so how long do you shoot that section of the film for? The tiny, the oh, small. Like an evening. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was super. Well, essentially, we just kind of filmed the setup of the miniatures. Mm. And then what we, we had was our actors on green screen. So we shrunk them down, put them in, and, um, and it became like the back, um, the background of the set. And then the spaceship itself just kind of moved it around and, I mean, Struan did all the VFX stuff. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you guys meet? Struan and I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, film 5. Oh. Yeah. Um, was he on your film? No. he oh, he, he had his own film. Yeah, he wrote and directed a film 5 called The Hold Up. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you, you, well, yours was the play, playing house one. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, how is it, like... Being with someone as a partner and then also working with them on the films. Yeah, it's the best. Um, I mean, we we kind of... We've been saying for a long time, like even before we became together, that we're the same person. Um, And it's it's really kind of true. It's creepy. Um, (laughs) Like, we we really are the same person in a lot of ways. So Mm. it's, it's so, so, so nice working with somebody... Who has your emotional well-being in like in mind all the time? So like if we're directing something together, like there will be times where I'm like, you know what, I need to step back, um, and I'm feeling overwhelmed, and I'll step off, and he'll stay and direct, and you know we'll switch off like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you don't have that ability when you're directing something alone. Um, I recently, well, last year I shot something that just I directed. And then like in editing, I was like, this is so hard Mm. because 
it's just mine and I don't know have like I mean I can ask his opinion but like just doing something alone is way worse than co-directing in my mm. opinion mm. Um, I couldn't do it with anyone because it, you know it just, it's just wouldn't work but mm. yeah so it's it's really quite lovely yeah mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> you say you actually work in the industry as a day job what mm-hmm. what do you do what uh, roles do you play in the industry um Right now, I'm uh, production managing a show, but um, generally, I assistant direct, second assistant director mostly. Mm. So, yeah, kind of the the AD team behind the scenes. But yeah, I'm I'm production managing a show right now, which I kind of start officially in a couple weeks. Uh, has it? Uh, what's the longest time you work on a show? Um, probably about six months, Fuck. which is really long. Like, it's not usually that long. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what were you working on? Uh, that was a show called Terror in the Woods. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck. So that was that was quite long. But yeah, usually it's like a month or two yeah, yeah, or yeah. three months or, yeah. So. Oh, man. Um, I guess being an 80, that's a lot of work to do. Um, but for people that really don't know what, and 80 does what what does that involve um i feel like well every position's different like first ad you're you're on set and you're just making sure everything's going to plan really Mm. um i don't love first ad why not i I find it really stressful i find (laughs) like being responsible for a bunch of people to do things at a certain time really really stressful uh, I love second ADing, which is what I, I generally do, which is like making the call sheet and you know working between departments and things like that. Mm. Why do you? What do you like about that? Um, I like that I get to go to set and be involved and see filmmaking and you know. But then I go back to my trailer and I have, I'm I I get really overwhelmed when we're around people all the time, uh. and I think that's another thing that kind of stresses me about out about uh, first dating just being around people all the time like totally drains my energy i can be very like outgoing but it takes a lot Mm. so um i find second dating is really nice because you get to step back into your own quiet space Mm. and work and it's like working on puzzles and i really enjoy that and um so but when you're directing you're Pretty much on set all the time. That's true. How yeah. how how do you handle that? Then? I have my partner who can ah. switch off with me. Yeah, it, it's quite lovely to have mm. that support, mm. like mm. kind of built in, and that creative relationship. Which uh, and then r- directing alone, how was that? This project you were talking about? I mean, that was fine. It was only a one day shoot. It was oh. something small, <laughs> like yeah. Okay. So. But the hardest part of it was, like, I wrote it alone, and I was directing it alone, and I was like, I don't know if this is good, because when Struan's involved, I kind of, like, I trust him so much creatively that Mm -hmm. I, like, believe it's good, because if Struan thinks it's good, it's probably good, because I, you know really respect his opinion but i'm like i don't know if i'm good <laughs> that's a whole other level of confidence that I, I can't have um yeah um and so you say and then production manager what was that role about uh well it's my first time doing it and i haven't officially started yet mm. so uh i'll let you know <laughs> no i mean it's again it's a lot of just like making sure the team has what they need and um and just yeah keeping the show going i assume <laughs> <laughs> i'm 
again. I could be terrible at it. We'll find out. What was the show about? Um, it's called These Woods Are Haunted. So um, okay. it's, uh, it's a recreation show. And it's basically people have seen scary things in the woods, like B- Bigfoot, werewolves. And we are recreating their stories. Oh, so, okay, yeah, okay, I, okay. And you're going to audition. Yeah. I'm running auditions next week. So. Yes, yes. yeah. So, so here's my thing. I, I'm, it's not like I have this re- list written somewhere. I guess it's in my head, but there are a few things I need to check off. When I started, kind of like you actually, when I started film, I, I wanted to be a stuntsman. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I know. I wanted to be a stuntsman because I grew up watching action films, yeah, yeah. and I, all all growing up, my friends and I are design stunts, and we'd go and do them, which was stupid. Right, that sounds really stupid. <laughs> It was if a friend it was stupid, but when we did it and it worked, yeah, it was awesome. Cool. But we didn't have cell phones then, right? So we didn't record anything. <laughs> we just knew that we did it. It was cool, so and that you was also it. don't know that it looked as cool as you think. It well, was. we didn't die, so it was fun. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so that's how it started with, for me, and then would create all these stunts until one friend fell. Oh no! Uh, but he was okay. Mm-hmm. Eventually. <laughs> he was fine eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Jesus. that so that was on pause. Um I broke f- a lot of shit. But it was cool. Right, yeah. <laughs> Sounds really cool. <laughs> so so then I thought, you know what? This it looks cooler. I mean, I didn't know all this that goes into oh, creating yeah. a stunt. Yeah, like, safety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have to make sure everyone falls down correctly. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have pads. We just do things. But yeah, I guess, you know, as a kid, you heal faster. Yeah. <laughs> so you break something today. Your three days later. more elastic. Yeah, 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 you're fine. <laughs> just bounce so, your back. <laughs> yeah. So, so after that period, I realized, nope, this is just too stupid dangerous. What changed it for me was, I think I watched the making of a James Bond film. I was like, what? We don't have that. And we don't have that. Yeah. Oh, they have rings. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not long after that. You just thought everyone <laughs> themselves <laughs> off the buildings. <laughs> yeah, let's just jump out. And, you know, hope shit happens. Yeah. Um, so after that, uh, I re- I realized, nope, that's not working. So and then I, I was in the drama society. So acting was fun because mm. um, my school was a weird school where acting is actually cool. You know, oh. these are cool kids that did acting. So wow. so 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 I, I enjoyed acting until one day the person that was directing that play wasn't around, and uh, I was kind of shadowing the the guy. I was like, yeah, I'll do this, and then. I did it and I was like, holy shit, this feels great. You know, yeah. I'm responsible for making this thing. So, so, so that's when directing started for me. Oh, so, cool. so, so in high school. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But, 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 the, but I shelved it because I, I, I grew up in a country where you have to check some boxes to be able to do certain things. So I, I didn't check a lot of those boxes. So I couldn't just direct right until I came here. So like the first official film I director was four years ago oh cool yeah and what it was, was that one it was me and my cell phone and my wife and i we with watched the, the cloud form shapes with yeah 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 uh, that i did uh smartphone film festival the same year oh yes yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah you did the phone call right no i i did uh, it was called gnome dizzle and oh a, oh a rap song about a oh a gnome. oh yeah. that was you you won the library thing right because <laughs> oh, that gym. was so fucking that was so cool <laughs> that was so cool yeah you know yeah 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 yeah. oh yeah 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 you got the hmm yeah. who shot that 
Oh, I did. <laughs> with, with a selfie stick. Yeah. What did you shoot yours with? Yeah, I literally held the phone. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was literally the first time. Mm-hmm. And then oh, I, cool. I was nice. lucky enough to do the film five thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to do this. But I guess now I want to go, go back into acting because the thing I like about acting is I get to be something else, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, it'll be fun to try again. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is while I was in the film five, I took um so Kumbi one name. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> so Kumbi um held a workshop where she had us audition and you know it's good it's weird because everyone in that room was like people I know, right? But it's kind of weird when you step into an audition room, it's it's a whole new world. Yeah. So so yeah, yeah that it's experience. So contrived. Yeah. <laughs> you're going there to get judged, literally. Yeah. Yeah, and you're just like, why the hell am I doing this? this so yeah, stupid. yeah, yeah. It'll be yeah. fun to it'll be fun to try out again. Yeah, I feel that way every time I audition. <laughs> um, so now with filmmaking, um, are there things about making films you don't like? Um, definitely, definitely, there are things I don't like. I'm not super patient. No, I'm just impatient. I'm an impatient person. So when things take long, I uh, my anxiety kind of starts to rise. But that's another case where working with Struan kind so of, you. we equal each other out because he's like the most patient. Like mm. he's just like always in a zen state. It's bananas. But um, yeah, I, I, sometimes it plays with my patience. But then like there's not one single day that goes by that I don't talk about or think about filmmaking or like it doesn't. Mm. enter into my life in some way so there's just no there's no thing that i don't like that would balance it out to make Mm. me not want to do it Mm. so so um your next film this this one day film is it out yet uh no it just uh got locked yesterday oh is it the the written and direct oh man you guys are so fun the written director picture (laughs) so so in your instagram you shared the picture and you don't see it right away but then you once you see it you you never stop seeing it yeah it's like a rorschach chest or whatever yeah but i guess you know i the thing about social media is it, it allows you glimpses into people's lives. Mm-hmm. And when you see something like that, you're like, oh, man, those two people really like each other. <laughs> no, I, the, What he's talking about is a picture of my partner giving me the finger. <laughs> <laughs> Just for context. No, but really, I, when you when you have messages that only that person you're sending it to gets it. Yeah, yeah. The, it's fun. Yeah. that It's super, you know, I, I always tell people I love love and... And I Aww. understand when people say, yeah, fuck it. Because, or maybe they had a bad, bad experience or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but if you're just lucky enough to have someone that just gets you yeah. and not gets, cause you know, there's the you and there's the actual you and you get to be with this person and then they see you naked, not literally naked, but they see you. The you. vulnerability. Exactly. Sure. And they yeah. accept you with all your quirks and stuff. It's so cool. It's the coolest thing it's in so the world. Cool. Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. It's so cool. I'm with you. I love love too. And and when yeah. you see someone has it, it's just like, oh, you know what? There's hope in this world because it's all like yeah. people like shitty um blah, blah, blah. Or yeah. I'm on Tinder and I don't like anybody. And Oh my God. I, I never have, like I was in a long-term relationship when the whole Tinder thing happened and I've never done Tinder. I don't know how people do it. It's, it's a little... It, I, I mean... 
You must have missed Tinder. Too. Oh yeah, yeah no, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, well, I've been eleven years. So oh wow, well, <laughs> there you go. I don't know how old Tinder is, but it's not eleven. Yeah. So so the thing about Tinder is just. I think it sucks for someone that needs validation because if you, if you say say you swipe right for I don't know say fifty people uh, and none of them match yeah that sucks <laughs> yeah that's hard on the <laughs> so so but on the other hand but you know what there there is those those gems of uh, men out there that are just swiping right on everybody. <laughs> They want they want girls to feel good about themselves. No, I don't. That's think, why they do. It, here, right? Here's the thing: every guy on Tinder swipes right. Every guy. Okay, say ninety six percent. That sounds about right. Because <laughs> let's be honest: if if you're holding your phone, right, sixty. So if someone puts, eh, you're gonna put your most the picture you think I look great yeah. in here. Yeah. So if a guy goes through this thing. When a guy is on Tinder, he's not thinking <laughs> with his head. He's thinking with a different head. So it's going, hmm, okay, this one, that one, that one, that one. This one, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> so there's That's really... So <laughs> crazy to me. Like, I, I mean, I... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just can't. I've never done it. So I've never been in that... In that there's, uh... there's, so, so, yeah. So, so I kind of understand it on one hand... But on the other hand, I have friends that met on Tinder that are married, so... Yeah, absolutely. So and you know what? Like, I'm all for, like, promiscuity. Go out, have fun, just be safe. Um, it it's just seems like such an odd way to do it, but I think people enjoy it, and as long as nobody's getting hurt, right? So here's the thing. We are now at a place where I can stay in my house, right? And I can order food, clothes, mm-hmm. sex, anything. So we've gotten to a point where... We just take everything for granted. Yeah. I, I'm not saying a relationship should be hard, right? But, you know, when you see people happy, like genuinely happy, oh my God, you don't see when you're screaming at each other over the stupidest things, yeah. you know? So people have this misunderstanding mm-hmm. that uh, a relationship should be kind of like what's on TV or right. what is on Instagram or whatever. They don't understand that. <laughs> Fuck, you have to walk at it. It's true. And and the biggest part, th- that's something I'm learning all the time is that the biggest part about relationships is just listening. And even though you're upset, not being hurtful, not being mean and always and be, like always caring about the person, even though you're angry. And mm. that's that's a really, really difficult thing to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, fighting constructively yeah. is, is really it's quite a thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, you like someone when you they, they just made you so fucking mad and you just think, oh, shit, she has to eat now. Yeah. yeah. So what do you want to eat? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna let you go hungry just because you're a dick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's, it's little things like that. There's, there's a cartoon where there's a little old man and a little lady, and they're sitting on a bench, and you can tell they're mad at each other. But he's holding a, umbrella, an umbrella over yeah. her head because yeah. it's raining, and it's yeah. like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you, you know, just described that exactly. Is is, is that? Uh, yeah. And you don't people, stop caring just because you're angry. Exactly. And people think uh, you get there by I don't know magic. Yeah, people do think that you get there by magic. I think it takes it takes work though. A ton of work, yeah. a ton of work, a ton of work. Uh, but when you when you, I think it's like how I don't know maybe for you, but for me, it's like it's almost like making films. Making films is difficult. Yeah, it's it's not fun. 
<laughs> it's not fun because not like, all the time. No. It, it's like hard. You have like sixty people there, and they expect you to say what is wrong, and you're like, "Oh man, that shot is not working." But you know what? You and you are doing this standing for twelve hours, right? Mm. But then the following day, you wake up happy to go and do this shit that's like yeah. so difficult. It's kind of like that, you know, when you really, really like something, when you mm. love something. No matter how difficult it is, you smile when you want to go and do it. Yeah. And that's how, True. well, you know, so I, I'm equating relationship with film, but that's yeah, how I it mean, is well, for me. Stick to what you know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, what's next? Hmm. Um, I would like to, uh, I, we have like four scripts written, basically ready to go. I have one that's kind of just on my own. Um, we're working on, on one now that I went to Frontiers with and we oh, did the yeah. script development program. So we're working on... Um, on that it's uh, it's called a method and it's uh, about a B movie director who can't get a star for her upcoming movie so she kidnaps a method actor <laughs> and yeah so it's just uh, we just very were... Nicole <laughs> <laughs> well very Nicole and Struin uh, yeah so it's uh, another horror kind of comedy thing mm. that we're that's kind of what we're trying to find a producer and get funding for next oh uh, okay yeah Man, okay, this was great. Uh, we definitely have to talk again. Maybe after that, uh, in, uh, after the audition or whatever. But, <laughs> yes. but yeah, it'll be great to have you come back. So Ooh. I'm super grateful you came in today. Thank and thanks for, for being so me. patient. Oh, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. This is the Blackout Podcast. for listening.